coming at you across the interwebs. It is time for Mix Minus, the show that is unapologetically exactly like dubious intent, but not dubious intent because it's just not. I, I need to change that up, but I have nothing to do. You know what? Just like a fine wine, it's just going to age. You're, you're just going to you're gonna look back at this years from now. You're going to go like, you remember the, remember the good old days when... Daniel didn't know how to do the fucking entrance. That was great. Hey, I don't do this alone, though. I'm joined by my co-host from the state of Arkansas, the one and only Mr. Adam Burns. Hello, Adam. You might as well just say, from the palatial Pride 48 studios. Well, see, that's the weird thing. We're still in the palatial Pride 48 <laughs> studios, right? It's just like, uh, you know, we, we haven't, the new logo is just kind of like, is on that temporary banner that's kind of like hanging up over the wall where we had the big dubious intent mural over there. Like we still had the bleachers from when we had the studio audience in here uh, back before Corona, you know, when we always had the, the studio audience right over there uh, on the bleachers here inside hey, the Daniel. studio. Yeah. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Oh, you bastard. Uh, Um, (laughs) Yeah, so welcome to Mix Minus. Uh, I am Daniel Brewer. That is Adam Burns. And we're just pickled, pickled? We're tickled pink. Tickled pink. We're tickled pink. You are here with us this evening. Um, And uh, that's it. That's all I got. So thank you. And we'll talk to you next week. Good night, everyone. Good night. Uh, That's that's like a, that's got a, that needs to go. Adam, you know, um... (laughs) I, I do you ever get really inane, stupid uh, devices advertised to you in your Facebook feed? Well, I don't look at Facebook very often, but um, I will just um, think Twitter or Instagram or any of those other ones. Yeah, I do. But let me tell you, though, I kind of like those ads because I'm like. I wonder if that really works. Well, yeah, and then I click yeah, on it. Then, so yeah, I click yeah. on it. I go do research. I'm like, oh my God, this looks really good. I've even bought something. I don't know that it was technology, yeah. but I've even bought something off of one of those what, what ads before. I don't remember. I don't remember. Don't ask so me. So I was I watching uh, this but, morning uh, and this ad came on. Uh, well, it was in my Facebook feed and I cl- I could not. I had to I had to click on it. I wish I had a smaller, uh, shorter version of this. But this this is it. This is, this is what it was, Adam. May melt in your mouth meals with vegetables at home was as easy as spin and slice. Introducing Vasta, the new food prep miracle that spins fresh fruits and vegetables into healthy, delicious dishes. It's easy. Just add your vegetable, insert the spindle, and spin. Presto! In seconds, you'll have a mountain of low-carb zucchini and, sheets. And who doesn't love uh, oh. low-carb zucchini sheets? I mean, that's well, like, actually uh, that's yeah. you know what I do want to say. That is perfectly targeted for you, Mr. I know. Keto. I know. Mr. So, Keto. and it's only 20 bucks and I'm just like, uh, I'm, you know, they sell those at Walmart. They do. Yeah. I just saw it like two oh, days ago when I was at Walmart. To Walmart then. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you know, what an inventive name. Vasta. Ve- I mean, get it? literally get it? like vegetable they took pasta, veggie, yeah. veg- vegetable and pasta took the V off a of vegetable and just added, took the P off a of pasta. And now you've right. got Vasta right, instead of the Vegeta, which sounds <laughs> stupid. Um, the, the thing is though, yeah, it was only 20, I'll have to see it over there, but it's like, uh, it, it, the, she's so perky about it. Here's the thing that I wanted to draw your attention to though, because I know we've had conversations before about ADRs. It's like it, just in this little script, she switches like there's a four different recording, four distinct different recordings of her recording this. If you if you listen really closely to the, to her voice over here, so it's um, 
That's what one. if making gourmet melt-in-your-mouth meals with vegetables at home was as easy as spin and slice? Introducing Vasta, the, the new there. food prep miracle that spins fresh fruits and vegetables into healthy, delicious That's dishes. That's the third one. It's easy. Just add your vegetable, insert the spindle, and spin. Fourth. Four different. You can definitely I, hear different EQs in all of those. It was just like a, I can hear it, but it's harder over Zoom. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, but I, I will say original sound. I will. For you. I will say this though. Um, she that sounds as if she may have been using the same microphone, but maybe her positioning was different or something. Oh, it was like, probably another take. You know, like, uh, can you redo the uh, the part yeah. about the sheets? Can you do redo about the uh, endless zucchini sheets? Yeah, it's no, I I hate it. But I mean, you know, in a in a low quality commercial like that, but but I just hate it. I I think I mentioned it on this show when you know on a TV show, and it's always they'll do a cutaway, mm-hmm. and then usually it's on those reality shows, yeah. and and all the you know they're describing the rules of the game or something, and they'll say so we're gonna do blah 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 blah, and they'll cut away, and then it'll be a completely different you know audio, totally, like they're in a, totally different. In it. Yeah. It's like it's boring. This is boring for everyone, but it really bothers completely me. Completely different. Uh yeah, Adam, you know, uh the last time uh that we recorded last Saturday was right in the middle of that Pride 48 cocktail hour and there was some some yeah. some drama going around there. Uh not drama drama, but I mean like we were having some <laughs> we had to figure out how we were going to pick up audio <laughs> that that was said during the show and uh yeah. and whatnot anyway the point is we had just made it to itunes last time so we really didn't have a chance to uh to really bring everyone's attention to that but if you would please head over to your itunes device thing whatever you call those things i don't know iphone something like that um and go to itunes and leave us a review we really appreciate it it costs you nothing and just go and give us a little review uh preferably just say it's great and then yeah, yeah we're trying to grow our brand that's right. And, you know, your your reviews will right. move us up the charts. You can leave us comments like this brand is the brandiest brand that I've ever branded. And uh, that would be great. Uh, it you know what? Matter. We should come up with some. I, I know there have been some podcasts and it was a long time ago, I'm sure. But I, I have seen. In oh, the are past you, if you're going to say a contest, where podcasts no. have come up. No, well. You like know, you know that iTunes little... is now caught on to that and they'll actually downgrade you. If you have too many reviews close together, like like that you've like are, are running a contest like that, they'll actually downgrade you. Used to be if you had a bunch of reviews close together, that's what I bumped know, you up towards right? the top. But then people learned that and so they started well, gaming the system and then it's like, it's all a bunch of, I don't know. No, I, I feel like, I feel like, like if you're not I... a major network, you're not going to show up on those pages anyway. I was going to say more like, not a contest, but like, Podcasts have come up with creative things like don't put a review there, but put a recipe for your favorite chicken tikka masala, you know, or whatever. Give us four stars and then we'll read the recipes in our cooking segment or something. I mean, something weird like that. Like, don't give us a review, but, you know, give us your favorite porn link or I don't know. You don't want to do that in (laughs) iTunes either. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. You know, creative things like that. Yeah. Leave your leave your uh, social security and your credit card numbers. I know. I mean, this is a geeky gay thing, but you could leave the number of switches you have Whoa, in your house. Oh, there you go. The number of switches that you have in your house. Uh, and uh, yeah. So On the iTunes. I don't, yeah. So I know that you have this fetish thing about scanning through Netflix looking for porn movies that aren't really porn movies. 
<laughs> no, I don't. I I heard about that on a podcast, and then I watched right. it, yeah. a little bit of right. it. Yeah, we talked about it on our old show, Dubious. Yeah, and yeah. it's part of the reason that we had to end that show, I think, was because you know, the all the heat <laughs> that came from that. But I was, uh, I get these things, I don't know if you've, I watch YouTube a lot. I know I started that sentence like nine times, but I think I eventually got there. I watch YouTube a lot, and the homepage on YouTube will just, you know, kind of suggest things that you might be interested in watching, even though you, you're you not subscribed to it. And it's it just, it kind yeah. of picks up on your habits and things that you, you like. And then it, it threw this into my uh, watching the other day uh, called The Greatest Star Trek Series You're Not Watching. Okay. And it's about this, <laughs> this Kickstarter uh, science fiction show called Space Command. And it's already been funded. It's already been produced. It's like, you know, it's already, it, it, this was years ago or a couple of years ago, I guess. And it was, it's already been made and it's put out and I guess it didn't really catch on. And so now it's just showing up on YouTube, the full episodes. They're kind of releasing, oh, well, maybe we'll get some ad revenue off of it just by playing it on YouTube. Uh, the director of this thing is super, super scared, but listen, here's his pitch that's at the beginning of this, uh, this, this YouTube video here. Hi guys. I'm Mark Scott Zickrey, creator and writer, producer, director, along with my wife Elena, of Ooh. Space Command, a hopeful new vision of the future that's a show that I love and I think you will too. Now, in terms of my background, I've hundreds. written hundreds of hours of network TV shows such as Star Trek The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Babylon 5, Sliders, on and on. And uh, oh I noticed a, a couple of years ago that there weren't any shows that were hopeful uh, and inspiring the way that Ooh, Star Trek me. had inspired me as a kid. And so I decided right, so I, to create I, one. Immediately, I hate that. Immediately, my, my hackles are raised because it's like, you know, oh, quit quit talking about how nothing is hopeful anymore. It's just like, just because some of the Star Trek shows have a darker tone doesn't mean they're ultimately not hopeful. It's just like, you got to have like some kind of, uh, what, what am I looking for here? You got to have some kind of... Uh, antagonist well, thing right you can't just like it, it would be a really boring show if it was just like oh there's nothing wrong with anything in the universe and blah 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 right i feel like modern star trek is just a, a more uh realistic take on that of like hey you know what we live in a universe with human beings and sometimes human beings are douches and assholes and how do the, these uh star trek people keep their their feeling you know keep their their beliefs right how do they hold on to their hopeful beliefs right and so it's like i like modern trek i don't just you know but i wanted you to i just posted the picture in the chat room so for, he's really old it you, looks like he probably wrote the original series or something but i just wanted to highlight here he's <laughs> sitting in front of uh bookshelves with books that are in plastic covers like you might find it i swear is he like at the public library like he's just like he's just like taking over a corner of the public library to shoot his little promo for his uh tv Maybe. show and if you watch this show let me tell you it was filmed pretty much in a library. It is the the worst acting. Uh, what Space Command? Yes, Space Command is horrible. Oh. Do not watch Space. And well, I mean, you can watch it, but it's really bad. But you know what? That led me to Star Trek Renegades. Have you seen Star Trek Renegades? It's actually really good. No, I have not. Is that is that another one of those? Fan, yeah, but it's it's really good, things. and it's on YouTube as well. You should check check out. But Star you know, Trek I feel Renegades. bad because there, are, and maybe it's really good, but some of those fan fanfic or what are they called fan yeah yeah fan fiction yeah fanfic fanfic videos of like star trek and whatever they have actually gotten some actual star trek actors to be in some of their episodes and i'm like 
Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> After Star Trek ended for that person, they couldn't get anything else, and now they're appearing in YouTube videos. Oh, no. So, yeah, in Star Trek Renegade, it's got uh, Robert Picardo in it. It's got the guy that plays Echeb playing Echeb. It's got Tuvok playing Tuvok. It's got uh, Walter Koenig playing Admiral Chekhov. Uh, it's got a whole bunch of uh, Star Trek uh, alum in there kicking around. And it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's, you know, it's got, and if it's you, got bad special effects, right? It's special effects that people can do yeah. on their own, um, which aren't horrible, but, you know, but it's still pretty good writing. Is, uh, have you, have you seen like all, I get all these articles for Star Trek Picard. Yes. And have you um, not seen it? So, yeah, okay. I've seen it. No, I've seen it. But what I'm saying is, uh, so now you'll get all of these articles that'll be like, so Robert Picardo is pitching ideas to the Star Trek Picard uh, yeah. <laughs> current producers to try to get Dr. Uh, whatever his name Dr. was, Zimmerman, Zimmer, yes. you know, or whatever in the series. And it's like, oh, that's so sad because like you, you want to be in it so bad. You're like, I can just imagine him like calling and be like, hey, um, I've got another story for you. <laughs> this time, I think the, this is going to be really the good. Emergency metal ho- medical hologram shows up and I know he looks 20 years older, but wait, we'll explain that because you see, he's actually like built it into his algorithms to make himself age. Um, yeah, no. Oh, you know what? God damn you, Scott. I do do that. You do that, what? Yeah, no thing. Ugh. Oh, you do that, I do but that. I didn't. And I just just now picked up. You know who does it even worse than me, though? No, I Larry don't. Larry Vader, because I was on his little solo podcast. Larry, V-A-D-R-E-R. That's right. On, I was on Larry's solo <laughs> podcast this past week, and I noticed that he said that several times. He'll be like, yeah, but no. And uh, <laughs> like that's like a trans. So I must have stolen it somehow from Larry Vader over the years. So there you go. Oh, maybe you uh, did. Uh, anyway. And I just wanted to point this. This is on the. It's on the board here, somewhere. Oh, there. He's it. Right there. By the way, Larry Vader was in the chat room earlier. I don't know if he's still hanging around, but I do want to say something. Mm-hmm. He comes out of podcasting retirement after being retired for like fifteen yep. years, and decides that he is the god of all audio, and nobody else knows how to do audio. Wow, that's what I'm gonna say. Wow, <laughs> there's there's some deep seated. Uh, we could explore this. If, I think uh, if you could only get loop back, Adam, you could solve all of your issues. Oh, this is from earlier. Okay, yeah, but here's the thing. God damn it, I did it again. But the the thing is, is uh, yeah, but no. Here's the right. thing. Here's the, here's the point, Adam. I did two episodes with uh, Larry Vader. You, you've only heard uh-huh. one because we 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 recorded a second episode right after that because we just kept talking and. Uh, so I did two episodes with him. Plus I did that darn Elvis and I did mixed minor. So I've done four podcasts this week, Adam, and I didn't repeat anything on any of them. Oh, and I wow. did two YouTube videos. So there you go, Adam, four podcasts, two YouTube videos. You're a good didn't man, repeat Daniel. anything, Adam. You know why? Cause I write things down. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a certain character I like to portray on the internet. <laughs> I'm going to keep that going. I'm going to keep that going. You be you, and I'll be me. I will. I'll be me. Speaking of a character on the internet, really, it has nothing to do with that. Oh, that's your that's your segue that you're offering. Maybe I'll segue. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I'll try to make this as not boring as possible. Okay. But I did want to get your your. That always sounds so. Oh, this is the thing that you talked about on your Friday episode of the Geeky Gay, where you said, Ah, but I I think I'll ask Daniel about it. Yeah, but I didn't talk about it. I I left a cliffhanger. So I I went from QA to development um, in my job. 
And uh, and then my my boss said, hey, why don't you try being I'm like, I'm going to make this really fast, guys. He said, why don't you try being a PO product owners for a year? Uh, I think you'd be really good at it. You're really passionate about this product. And then uh, and then if you don't like it, you can go back to uh, doing like a tech lead or engineering or like development, whatever you want to do. We'll find you something, but just try it for a year. And I said, yes. And I've been doing it for maybe four months now. Mm-hmm. So he comes to me the other day and he says, Adam, um, we've decided we're moving all the POs out from under me and we're hiring a new manager and there's going to be a PO group that's going to manage this. You would be responsible for the entire strategy for mobile for enterprise at Walmart. Do you want to do this? I need to know in like two days. Oh, wow. Yes. He's like, otherwise... Um, we'll find something for you. I'm like, well, what if I choose not to do it? And he's like, well, we'll find something. We'll keep you. But anyway, but here's the deal. Like I haven't been doing POing for a year. I don't know if I will want to go back. Like I'm still kind of getting my bearings and figuring out like, you know, if I like it and this is going to move me to a completely different manager who's going to be brand new. Yes. And I, I have fears that he, this new manager will rate me against other POs who've been doing it for a really long time, possibly, who knows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've only been doing it for four months and I will no longer be under the, you know, under the, under my current manager, which kind of knows me and, and offered me. So I feel like, although it might be a good opportunity, A, I probably don't have that really good ease back into technical if I decide I want to do it because I've completely gone to a new manager. Yes. And he didn't give me my full year. Damn him. And what if I'm, you know, rated unfairly because, you know, it's the, it's somebody brand new who doesn't know Jack. And he's like, well, you should be doing much better at the level you're at. And I've only been doing it for four months. So I don't know what to do. And I've got to like tell him on Monday. So is there, is there, I mean, if you're going to be in charge of mobile for all of Walmart, like every time we pick up a phone and call Walmart, it's going to be, you know, go to your phone, your cell phone. You're now going to be answering the phones for all of the Walmart's universally. Sorry. I I don't want, I was trying not to go into too much in the weeds, but I mean, I I mean, mobile for our continuous integration developer platform. I was being, I was being Adam, as they say, hyperbolic there. Uh, But my point is, is that, is there, is there a pay raise in like, is this just a no. lateral move or it's lateral? So what my boss keeps telling me is that for the level that I'm at, I need to, I'm sure, well, you may have heard this before, but in corporate speak, when they say you need to broaden your influence to get to that next level. Yes. So he's like, I think this will be the perfect thing for you to broaden your influence. If you're working on the mobile strategy for our platform team, not just testing, but like everything. And this will give you the perfect, you know, broadening of influence to get you to that next level. Mm-hmm. So that's why he keeps pushing me to do this, because I can broaden my influence. Right. And he's not wrong. I, I, I would. My gut feeling is, is that going to a different manager isn't all bad because it puts you in front of a whole different group of people. And there there are silos inside of companies. It's like you're inside your department and you're dealing with people that are immediately around you and your manager and your manager may deal with people above him or whatever, but you don't have a lot of insight into those things that are going on else, you know, in the company other than just through hearsay. So moving to a different department now gives you yet a different view of the company as a whole. And the more you do that, 
without it being like a, a problematic thing where you're doing it every couple of months or whatever. But it's like the more you get different views into the company like that, the more you are valuable to the company in the long term of like, oh, well, Adam can be like a Swiss army knife. We can put him over here and we can. And plus it puts your name in front of people who maybe ordinarily wouldn't see your name because we all know how people are chosen to get raises and whatnot. It's who somebody is championing. Somebody comes in and says, how about Adam? You know, Adam's been doing a crack bang job on this thing. Why don't we, you know, give him a promotion to, you know, if you, if you're not even known by the people that are going to suggest that your, your odds of getting that promotion or going to the next level, uh, it, it only helps that you are known by more people. I know that was all over the road, but I guess my point is, is don't be scared of it. Go for it. It's just like, well, I guess my fear is what I've already said, so I won't repeat myself. But also, I'm not like I don't I I make good money and I don't necessarily always need to be shooting for the next promotion. You, you know, don't, but I, the, I would be okay. in dev. There's a very limited, you know, that's why I left dev. Right. There's dev only takes you so far. It's like you can only be like a principal dev. And then what are you doing at that point in time? There's nowhere for you to go after that. It's just more, well, here's another 1% raise at the end of this year, right? There's no, oh, I'm going to go from being a principal dev to, you know what, now I think I have enough skill and whatever. I'm going to hop over to being, you know, VP of, uh, you know, IT or whatever. You're never going to make that transition. It's like you have to have some kind of project management in involvement there for any kind of management. So it's like being right. a product owner gives you that. And it's really good on a resume because, you know, the time is going to be when you're going to be my age and you're not going to be, want to take on as many of these tinkering little things and work as much. And it'll be like, you know what, I'm better off Maybe. being a big picture kind of guys. And that puts me in this spot. But can't, don't you think though, that when layoffs happen, it's easier to lay off those PO middle management you know, those type of people who are the kind of big picture kind of people, but they're not actually delivering the product. No, so like because when they're making uh, decisions. Yeah, actually, I would say quite the opposite, because the, the trend in the industry now is to replace uh, programmers and QA people with offshore assets because uh, they can do those on contract and not have to worry about, you know, unemployment. And not have to worry about like, oh, we can ramp up really big for this project and then just cut 50% of the workforce and we don't have to worry about paying them retirement or paying like some kind of health benefits for them, whatever, because we're contracting them through some offshore company in Bangladesh, whatever. It's like, so right now, I think there's a glut in the programming side of things and QA side of things, but people that have actual both product knowledge as well as institutional knowledge are way more valuable. It's like being a PO actually makes you more valuable. Yeah, I'm probably going to do it, but I'm a little bit nervous about it. But I don't really love my current manager. So I was like, well, maybe I'll get a manager I really yeah. like. And if you, you and know, if you don't, so. then, you know, <laughs> the dirty little secret is, is that anytime, you know, new employees come in, whatever, there's like this 90 day grace period where not much happens about it. So it's like this entire next quarter, which for you is going to be near the end of the year you know, your raise isn't going to be affected by this. Your yearly raise isn't going to be affected by this because it's within right. that 90 day window. So they're not even really qualified to give you any kind of a, uh, of a assessment. I, I couldn't, I couldn't think, yeah, I couldn't think of the, 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 the eval, yeah, I couldn't think of the your, your yearly eval. So, uh, yeah, anyway, so that's, that's it. Sorry, sorry, people. I know this corporate speak is probably boring, but oh, that I, I wanted speak. to get, you know, yeah, corporate, cool. you know, we're trying to see if we can get the synergy, if we have the bandwidth to, uh, you know, to move on to the next topic and, uh, maybe we can, uh, I don't know. I can't think of any more corporate words. <laughs>
Well, why don't you have your people get in touch with my people? And, uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, Adam, did you know uh, what the movie... All right, no, let me, let me just ask you this question. What year... Do we have a theme song? No. What year did The Empire Strikes Back... Uh, what year was it the, the number one movie in America? Oh, God. Um, 78. Uh, I think that was the original. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think it was 81. Let me let me just look at like here. Well, but you see, Adam, it's a trick question. Uh, yeah, it was released in 1980, so it was in June of 1980. So it would have been the number one movie at the box office in June of 1980. But you know what else, Adam? It's also the number one movie at the box office July of 2020. The same the same movie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is happening now is because. Movie theaters are largely closed and the studios are not putting out new movies. A lot of drive through movie theaters throughout the country are playing old movies like The Empire Strikes Back and Ghostbusters and Jurassic oh. Parks. And of course, the people that are keeping tabs at the box office uh, are, are still keeping track of ticket sales and whatnot. I, so I yeah. didn't realize... I didn't realize Jurassic Park had now expanded to Jurassic Parks. <laughs> that's uh, that's good. They've they've really yeah. you know expanded yeah. multiple islands. Well, that was Jurassic World. Where were you? Uh, the the point is, Adam, is that 2020 is going to be an amazing year for trivia. Like 20 years from now, like 20 years from now, people will be like, "All right, The Empire Strikes Back was the number one movie in America in June of 1983." july of 2020 or you know february of 1980 and they'll like oh it couldn't be 2020 because it came out back in 19 you know saying see 2020 is going to be it that's the one good thing that 2020 is going to give us it the one good as it being the most fucked up year in the world and in in our history it's now going to give us the good thing of being answers for trivia questions 20 years from now actually that is interesting but more what i'm getting from this is i forgot that um that drive-in movie theaters were a thing and i think we've got one like 20 minutes away from where i live now yeah. there's a date night for mark and i i can yes. i mean we can stay in our car we don't have to see other people yes that's why there yes. that's something we can do i i completely forgot that drive-in <laughs> movies existed i used to actually um we were talking about i don't remember if we talked about star trek on on the show or on the pre-show warm up but we just uh, talked about star trek yes I don't remember. I'm again Alzheimer's. Dan. I mean, you're. I'm glad that you're used to dealing yes. with someone Star with Alzheimer's. Star Trek Renegades. We just talked about it with Robert Picardo um, pitching oh, his ideas right. for Picard. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, so anyway, um, one of the first movies that I watched at a drive-in was a Star Trek movie, and I remember laying on the hood of the car with a blanket. And you know all that really good memories. Cool. Which which one was it? Which which Star Trek? I don't movie? know. So. I think it was the motion picture, like the very first. Oh, one. that was a shit show. Anyway, the uh, the point is, is that it, yeah, uh, you know what's going on here in Tampa is Bush Gardens, our local theme park, is doing fireworks on the weekend because they have a big field, and they actually have places marked off in the field where you can sit so that you're not close to the next group. So they're actually socially distancing you to watch the fireworks because that's. The one thing that we are not getting over at Disney and at Universal are the nighttime shows because it's designed for people to crowd around the castle or crowd around certain areas oh my to God. see things. When Mark and I were there, it was so crowded. And then and then the people have the audacity. The audacity. To stand in front of you and put oh, their the children goddamn on their child. Oh, I just want to murder on their shoulders. those people. No. 
I'm five seven, and these guys, these daddies, yes, daddy, are standing in front of me, and then they put their child on their shoulders, and I can't see jack shit. I'm standing by. I'm like, you know what? I want the kids to be able to see, but not so bad that I can't see anything at all. I hated that. Yes. It kept happening. It it, happen- it happens. Over. Yes, it does happen. I I don't know yet a polite way to to do it. I've just gotten to being really passive aggressive about it. So I've just been like, oh my god, could you not be ten fucking feet tall in front of us all? <laughs> or it's like, oh, I'm so glad that you got to see the fireworks because you're the most important person in the universe. And it's like, I'm so glad that you're not holding your child up just at your head height like a normal fucking human being. You know, it's just like uh, I just say those kind of things really loudly behind them. Um, but I wonder, you know, when it didn't happen, Adam, when that was not a problem? I don't know. This day, August 1st, back in 1961. How was that transition there? Back in 1961, the very first Six Flags amusement park was opened in Texas. Wow. Mm-hmm. For those listeners who are, are, are kind of confused at the moment, we're just trying out some new segment ideas. And one of them is just throwing out random facts. <laughs> So I, I just want to I want to point that out to everyone that now now you know a new thing we're gonna do on Mix Mine is we're gonna throw out random it's random fact time with Daniel. It was not. This came in from our executive producer. Look at the Patreon level. If you give us what is it? It's the fifty dollar level or whatever on Patreon. You get to be our executive producer for the month, yeah. and you mm-hmm. send us stuff, and we talk about it on the show. So. And that's fifty dollars per episode. That's right. Cyclone uh, that's, is our executive uh, producer, who uh, very, very generously is paying us two hundred dollars a month on Patreon. So yeah, the worst—I mean, the least we could do is to read uh, the the news articles that he has sent for us to 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 go through. I found that interesting that the very the first Six Flags, because I, when I grew up here in Florida, I thought that the original Six Flags was the one in Georgia. I didn't realize that it was the one in Texas. In fact, I don't think I was, I was probably in my late teens before I realized there were other Six Flags in the world. Like I thought it was just Six Flags over Georgia. I've been to Six Flags a lot of times because um, when I was growing up, my aunt, well, they still live there, but I mean, my aunt uh, lived in Dallas and um, actually Bedford, Texas. And every summer we would go there. And in fact, I, they have a, or they used to, I think they must've torn it down, but they had a a really big on top of the ground pool, but it, it had a deep end. So they had dug, I don't know, it's kind (laughs) of white trashy, but, but I mean, it, you know, it was one of those on top of the ground, but we had one of those when I was growing up as well. But this was like a, the oval shaped ones that were a lot longer and they had dug dug down. So one end was like four feet and the other end was nine feet or something. And so, uh, and every, every summer we would go there and two things we would do. One, I would swim. Yes. I would put on my little floaties and I would swim. And the other thing we, we would do is we would always go to Six Flags. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that was my first theme park experience was Six Flags. Did you know, I did not know this, that Six Flags was the first park to do the, uh, all in one admission price, like the all inclusive uh, admission price. Cause our, no, that didn't did actually not. hit Walt Disney world until the eighties, like late eighties, because it used to be that you would buy general admission to the park for like three bucks or whatever. And that's all it took to go, you know, but you had to use a ticket to go on each ride and those tickets cost different prices. Isn't that exciting, Adam? <laughs> It is. A, this is great. I, I love this. Uh, that's, that's, uh, I got nothing else. You know, it's it, in the memory lane section of this. This is or for, for those of you who don't know, Cyclone sent us this, this very comprehensive PDF of things that happened today in the, in history. 
It's very good, but I think we need to workshop it and figure out how to incorporate yeah, it. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Like how to make but a segment But the thing, out he, it, he sent think. us this whole section here of the, the, the billboard hit and a box office hit in different years, going back all the way back to 1945, where the number one movie at the box office was Anchors Away. I don't, I don't know that film. That sounds like something my 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 dearly departed grandfather would have probably, watched or liked. Probably. He was in the Navy. Yeah. So isn't Anchors Away about, like, isn't it a Navy oh, Probably, thing? yeah, this is 1945, there right? So this song. was right after World War II, so, or right during World War II. I don't, I don't know when World War II is. I don't know my history. Um, but I was looking down this list of numbers. So I'm going to tell you the list of these box office hits. You tell me, okay. A, whether you've heard of it, and B, whether you've seen it, Okay. So All right. Whether you've heard of it and whether you've seen it. So in 2015, the number one uh, hit at the box office on August 1st was Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yes. You've heard of it? What year was it? Na- 2015. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. So you've heard it and you've seen it. In yes. 2010, the number one movie was Inception. I've seen that. Okay. Yes. The 2005, the number one movie was The Dukes of Hazard. I have not yeah, seen I that. I haven't seen that either. Um, the like- 2000... The number one movie was Hollow Man. I don't think I've seen that. I've either. never even heard of that movie. I don't. I couldn't tell you what Hollow Man was. It's like if I would, I would have to do one Isn't of those Hollow Man. It's about that. It's like about invisible. It's, it's man about this guy or? who's empty on the inside. He's he's very hollow, and it's a man. That's all I know. It's how I. It's how I feel every day. Uh, in 1995, the, the the hit movie on August 1st was Waterworld. I know that movie, but I don't know it if I've seen it. I sadly, I've seen saw it. little bits and pieces of it for sure. But I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. Sadly, I saw it. Uh, 1990, the hit movie at the box office was Ghost. Wait, breaking news. What? Um, Hollow Man starred Kevin Bacon and he showed his peen. Oh, well, there you go. That's I have seen Ghost, well, by the way. I guess I'll have to go look up Hollow Man. Uh, it's, it's, That'll be one of those Netflix searches that I do. I won't. You know to what I'll do? The, I'll just go to Google Images and search Netflix. for Kevin Bacon's penis. Um, so, uh, you've seen Ghost. So, you, you know about Ghost. I have okay. seen Ghost, uh, yeah. 1985, Back to the Future. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, 1980 was Caddyshack. I've seen that as well, I believe. I've heard of that movie. I've never seen it. Uh, 1975 Jaws. I've seen it, but I wasn't born then. I, I mean, oh, I've seen it later. You. I um, <laughs> Jaws, I don't think I've ever seen Jaws. I mean, I've seen, you know, the pieces that we've all seen of Jaws, like the ride. I've seen the whole yeah. thing. Oh my God, Jaws is, what? okay, and I believe I've done this, uh, but I, I'm, again, I have a bad memory. But what you need to do for Jaws is you need to find a place where they have a pool. <laughs> And they're showing movies on a screen in the pool, like on cruise ships, you know, where we'll never be ever again because uh-huh. of coronavirus. Right, yes. A lot of times they'll have a pool and then they'll have a, yeah. like I'm a sure they love to show screen. Jaws. It's like their favorite yeah. thing to show. I mean, <laughs> find a place where they're doing that and showing Jaws. It is the freakiest thing. You're like always looking down. What is this? Carnival cruise lines? Why are you showing then, Jaws? <laughs> uh, 1970, the number one movie, Chisholm. No idea. Okay. I have no again. I wasn't yeah, born. No idea what uh, Chisholm was. Did I search for this uh, Chisholm? Scott the Sater worked at a water park with a wave pool. Yes, and they showed Jaws every year. <laughs> See, I think that's freaky. I am really look. I love sharks and whales. Whales are like my favorite animals all of all time. Killer whales, in fact, are my number one favorite. But uh, 
I want I don't like to swim in the ocean. And you know why? Because there are big, huge thing with big sharks. teeth that can drag me under. And I they love to be at that public is beaches. Freaky. I mean that happens daily. You hear about it all the time. You uh, see it on the news. Adam, here's the the theme song. By the way, I didn't know what the fuck Chisholm was. Uh but I listened to the theme song here. I want to play this for you because I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest a word after you hear this. a country it's gotta be a like a cowboy and native american did we oh there's words okay now i want you to uh think of not the word chisholm but something that sounds a lot like chisholm and let's play that little piece one more time I went back too far. Uh, God damn it. This would have been better if I'd been prepared. Here, are you ready? Here we go. Chisholm. Oh my God. It sounded just like it. (laughs) It really did. I was thinking that and then it sounded just like Chisholm. It's the Chisholm film from 1970. That's the, it's a John Wayne movie. I have no idea what it's about. No idea what it's about. My dad loved John Wayne. My brother loves John. He, I'll be going over there and he'll be watching a John Wayne marathon on TNT or something. I don't know, wherever wherever they play John Wayne marathons now. All right, there are one, two, three, four, five movies left, and I've only ever heard of one of them. So in 1965, the number one film in August was Ship of Fools. Did you see nope, that? I have no idea what it is. Could not tell you anything about it other than it's about some stupid people on a on a on a ship i guess 1960 the number one movie in august 1st was psycho i've seen that i I don't think i've seen it did you know they use chocolate syrup yes i did i've seen like all the making of things yeah for the blood in uh psycho Uh, in 1955 the number one movie was mr roberts no idea. it was like well, I have no idea. That didn't even sound interesting. Like if I was like going through like uh, commemorative movie boxes and I saw like Mr. Roberts, I'd be like, eh, let's move on from there. Uh, unless it's like the, uh, no, it was too early for it to be like Eddie Murphy doing the Mr. Rogers impersonation. Um, 1950, the uh, number one movie was Father of the Bride. Now at first I thought I knew this film because I'm like, oh yeah, it's that Steve Martin film. No, no, it was in 1950. So uh, I don't even know what that is. Is this one of those that Antivira, sorry, Scott, would uh, would want you to watch yes. in black and white oh, or something? Yes. Like Cabaret, mm-hmm. possibly? Uh, and in 1945, which is the last one on the list, the number one movie was Anchors Away. I know the song, like, Anchors Away, but I... Isn't that the Navy, yeah, that's like, the, theme, the Navy song theme song or something? Yeah, but I, I didn't Whatever. Know anyway, so there you go. Thank you for all of this work, by the way, uh, Cyclone, for sending us all this stuff. But... Uh, yeah, we, we have you. to figure yeah. out how, but I, I didn't know a lot of those. We need, uh, you know, if that's going to be a segment, there needs to be some production around. Yeah, there'd have to, you know, uh, you know like, oh, and like a big build up to. Just like... <laughs> All right, Daniel, I have one more thing <laughs> yes. and I have to, I have to tell you about this. I have to get this yeah. off oh, my chest. Oh, you're going to blow it out. Blowing uh, it out. Blow it out. Blowing it out with Adam Burns. So, you know. And I'm probably going to repeat this on Geeky Gay because I, I'm so mad about this. But uh, actually, but, I think you already have foreshadowed this because you're just like, apparently I can't hire anyone to do my lawns landscaping. Well, no, 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 no. Because after I don't think I had gotten this yet. OK, so 
the person that I thought was going to be doing our landscaping, um, I called because he said it was going to be two to three weeks. Yes. To uh, to do the landscaping. And uh, and so I'm like, OK, that seems like a long time. But sure, you're the first landscaper who actually responded to me. So we'll wait and see how it goes. And he came over, you know, three weeks ago. We did a whole walk through the backyard. We like hear the I'm like, here are the things we like. Mark really wants to do those evergreen trees. We need privacy trees on the side. I want a hot tub. So I need to extend the patio. And I'm like, and here is where I want to put my hot, hot tub, like right here in front of this window. And then, you know, all these details that we gave him, he's like, great. I'm like, you know, we may want to add a pool in a couple of years. He's like, why don't I go ahead and include a pool? Oh, did you tell him about do- the above ground one when you dig down in the hole? Uh, no, I, so that one no, side no, no. is nine feet. You should tell him that. And, and in the ground pool. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah. And I, and I asked him all these questions. I'm like, will you, you know, Will you be um, giving us options of like for the patio, like what kind of finishes? And he's like, yes, absolutely. You know, whatever. And so I was like, great. He said two to three weeks. So I called him and earlier this week, last week, and I said, uh, and I talked to some answering service and I'm like, hey, I'm just checking on the thing. This We're at almost three weeks and I haven't heard anything. So he emails me and says, hey, Adam, it's, it's going to be to you later this week. So I'm like, great. You know, Fantastic. And I just want to, I know this is an audio podcast, but I was expecting like a multiple page design with different, like we watch HGTV with like, you know, yeah, a different little fly through, a little fly of through of things like, like we're going to put in this pergola out in the end and then the little pergola drops in from the sky and goes. Okay, Daniel, yes. three weeks, three you were looking at what I got. So it is a. It is a one-page PDF uh-huh. that looks like it took him five minutes to do. So I, he wants to put in three red maple trees on one side of your yard, a yeah. red maple on the other side of your yard, and then yep. four shoemered oak trees in the corner yeah. of your property. And you see on the on the left side. Oh, there's a hidden Mickey. There's a hidden Mickey on the on the patio on the patio. (laughs) You see the you see the left side of that patio where that nice, lovely flower bed is. That was where my uh, hot tub was supposed to go. Oh, that he magically forgot about. Oh, the anyway. I mean that that is all three weeks, Daniel, and I got a two D. He wants you to put. He wants you to put in a crepe myrtle and then a whole bunch of daylilies and. A drift, some drift roses, some drift rose bushes, uh, some kind of grass, adagio grass, dwarf burfer. Oh, that's bullshit. He's like the the outline for the drift rose is exactly the same as the dwarf burford. It's like, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, and I knew anyway, and he forgot. I just I don't want to go into a lot of detail, but he basically. This is looks like the most generic ass design. This is yeah, in this the is world. crap. It it looks like it took him five minutes to do. He said he needed three weeks, and it's one page. It is one page. He doesn't use the type of trees that I specifically told him we like. There's no space for the hot tub. He there's no fencing for Sydney like we talked about. That nothing that we talked about is included here. He didn't include a phased approach where he's like, and here's the phase where you'll put the pool. Literally one PDF. 
that's it. And I don't know, like, I just want to call him and be like, I don't even want to call him. I want to email him and be like, you know what? You spent five minutes on this. You told me it was going to take three minutes. Go to hell. <laughs> you know, that's it. I just want to be like, no way. I'm not having you do this work. You are like, we gave him detailed descriptions of what we wanted. <laughs> Nothing. It's the most random ass. Even the placement of the trees, it looks like he just like threw them yeah, on is the. Your, you is know? your yard I mean, actually that rectangular? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just a big old rectangle. I mean, it's like a hundred feet by seventy. No, feet or just something. here you it's, go. Tree here, tree here, four trees there, and there uh, is no way that took three weeks. He did it in like five minutes. I would say it's probably the anyway, same design that he gives out to everyone. Yeah. That's what I told Mark. I said, you know what? I bet those are the same plants he uses in all the other houses. And he just, it's horrible. It's horrible. He sucks. Don't ever use him. His name is John Hendricks, the gray oh, barn. Oh, look at Don't that. Don't use him. Look at that. So if you're in uh, Poontown, Arkansas, what, what's the name Poontown. of your name? Oh, Putin, Putintown. <laughs> uh, wait, Putintown? No, I'm in... I'm in Taunty, Taunty Town. Taunty Town. That's what I couldn't think but of. Yeah. Generally, yeah. we just describe our area as Northwest Arkansas. Okay. There are lots of towns. Well, I mean, Don't, you drive five he's minutes. Clearly, and, he's horrible. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, so, I mean, it sucks. Yeah, and I mean, I'm that, so disappointed you know, because. Uh, I, I haven't. I feel so remiss because we haven't talked about the chat room, Adam. But, you know, you and I stream live on Pride 48 every uh, Saturday night when we do this show. Oh, we do record, we? Yeah. And we do it in front oh. of the world's greatest chat room. And they are. Uh, I posted a picture of this <laughs> in the uh, chat room for them to look at. Yeah, they're, they, they don't they don't like it. It's like uh, Nico said it took five minutes. If he's trained in how to use the app, it may have taken him longer. Well, I hope he's trained. He's a landscape. I mean, he does this for a living. Oh, I don't C. think I was his first Control job. Control C. Control V. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, also, I specifically said we want privacy trees for the hot tub because we're having a hot tub put in in the fall. Do any of those trees look anywhere near I told you where the hot tub was going to go? No. no. Like, there's no, he has big oak trees not even covering the hot tub location, and he has a big holly tree where the hot tub is supposed to be. I mean, there's, like, not, and I mean, I could call him and be like, hey, we need to make some changes to this, but Did I you honestly pay for think this? it sucks so bad. I haven't yet. Oh. Well, what, huh? I mean, he, I mean, it, he did tell me there was going to be a charge for it, but it sucks. That's another thing. I I didn't sign a contract. So he's going to, he's so, going to, I want to know how much he thinks he's going to charge you for this. I would say I well, would I'm, take him to court just on that. It'd be like, Your Honor, it's like if it's more than six bucks, it'd be like, dude, <laughs> what? Where exactly did you do this work? It it wasn't a lot. I mean, I think his he quoted me like one hundred and fifty dollars for two D, um, because he said you know. But also, we asked him to do the front yard. There's no mention of the front yard in this design. I said I want uh, a fire, a flower bed around the tree in the front yard. Nothing wasn't even included. In I've had a I've back long ago. I had someone come out and, and sketch me a, a, a landscape thing. So it was like I, I hired them. I basically look. I can't afford you as a landscaper. So I'm just letting you know that right now. But I really want to pay you to come up with a design to tell me what kind of plants to put in where places and whatnot. So I, you know, it was, it was all up front of, you know, I'm not hiring you. I'm just paying you to do this, this plan for me. And that guy came out there and he spent like maybe about 30 minutes walking around my yard, you know, with a pencil and, and paper and whatnot. And he handed me a, a hand-drawn 
thing, but he had actually taken the time to put some colored pencils, like showing that this is green here and this is, you know, this is brown over here or whatever. But right. it's like, it was better than this. And uh, yeah. that was something that the guy took like 30 minutes to do. There's no possible way that this was anything that anyone spent more than like five minutes on. Yeah. I, it's a, I don't understand it, Daniel. I don't know. How do people get anything done in this world? Well, they, well, all they I don't. want, all I want is, is some landscaping. That's all I want. And I either can't get people to return my phone calls or I get this bullshit. It, you know what it feels like back in the day when I used to make less money and I was younger and I was with Maddie and he and I would go to the Galleria mall mm-hmm. and uh, we would go into some of those fancy clothing stores like, um, I don't know, um, Armani or something like that. And the salespeople who probably made less than we did would like turn their nose up and pretend that we weren't even there. They wouldn't come up and answer questions (laughs) or anything like that. I feel like that's the position I went like maybe because we're not like millionaires and we're not doing a $300,000 renovation of our backyard. Nobody cares about us. That's what I feel like. Well, but I'm I may sorry. be wrong. I mean, I may be totally just. I'm sorry. You know, you know what? I of... feel like just let it live and then start calling people when it's when they're not working. So like when you start calling them in November and December when they're not out doing landscaping stuff and they're hurting for, you know, clients, then they're going to start returning your phone call. But I think it was Kathy Bacon or somebody who was telling you earlier that it's and Tim and from Alaska that was pointing out to you that it's like this is their busiest time. It's like so a lot of these places, you know. Are, are just out there doing this stuff. Uh, do I have to do something? Uh, I don't, I feel like I'm just off my game here tonight, but Adam, who is in the chat room this evening with us? We have, uh, we have, well, I'll just talk to, about the people who are talking. We have Nico, we have Cyclone, we have Seder 69, we have Doc Stone, we have Egg Gong. Uh, earlier we had Larry Vader, but he, I He's very busy. He's offended very, him very busy. And, yes, and he left. RT Cruiser was around at one point. He's listening. He's over in the uh, audio room there. And uh, yeah, so that that's the ones who are actually actively. Gary, Gary was talking earlier. Yes. I don't want to forget about yeah. him. Uh, those are Joe and Dallas. Mm-hmm. So again, active participants in the show. Yeah, speaking of Joe listening. and Dallas, Joe and Dallas tweeted out this thing today that I had to watch. It's only a minute long. I want you to tell me what's going on in this video. Cops are more prone to abuse their power when they feel their authority is threatened. Showing them they're in charge and respecting their authority will help not piss them off. This is especially important if the officer wrongly accuse you of a crime. If you get pulled over, immediately apologize and address them as sir. The words, I'm sorry, can reduce the chances of you getting arrested by 42%. It's it's some weird video with these two white guys like mansplaining to black people how to not get in trouble with the police. And I guess they're porn stars, although I don't see it. But 
it's so cringy and weird. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? This is, uh, this guy is just like, if you want to do this, then you need, and he's like talking this weird ass. Well, you just heard it. He's like, he's also kind yeah. of squinting his eyes when he's talking. At, are they, are they driving? Are they in a car? No, it's just really badly it filmed. Like it's just really, uh, wind yeah. noise. You know, the one place that I, that I really notice my white privilege is when I get pulled over by police. Because when I retell stories of being pulled over by the police, you know, it always involves me getting pissed off at the police and saying something to them (laughs) that a black person would never say. You know, like when I was really young, when I was uh, in college and I was pulled over and I literally told the cop, would you please give me a ticket? I'm in a hurry. Mm -hmm. Or would you just let me go? (laughs) And And a black person would never say that to a cop. I and mean, I'm like I, I look back on that and I'm like oh my god that was such like white privilege there yes talking because I mean I get annoyed with cops when they pull me over and and black people don't have that um, luxury of getting annoyed you know well they get annoyed and scared so yeah, well yeah because yeah, yeah. God knows which way it's gonna go but hey that's life the uh, I don't know if you saw our local uh, sports ball team the uh, Tampa Bay Rays on their Twitter account tweeted out something about uh, arresting the uh, officers that had killed Brianna. And it was like opening day of baseball season, time to arrest the perpetrators of Brianna, you know, murders, blah, blah, blah. That was a, a tweet that the Tampa Bay Rays sent out the other day. And some stupid fucking sheriff around here, like uh, retweeted, well, we're going to have to reevaluate where we're going to do business with the Rays anymore. It's just it's like, guess, get off here. Yeah. These people. These are the same people that were retweeting the opening day of the hockey season and showing that everyone was standing during the uh, uh, national anthem. And because they were like, oh, good for them for standing during the, and not taking a knee during the national anthem. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the most of them are Canadian. And I don't know if you realize, but that was shot in Toronto. It's just like they were playing in Toronto. So I don't think you're going to get the same, uh, you know. Kind of a thing. Anyway, I have no idea. Cyclone in the chat room. They're talking about nudity in the chat room. And Cyclone says that it's uh, illegal to drive naked in many areas of the U.S. I wonder if it's illegal to to masturbate while driving in many areas of the U.S. Like if it's actually written in the code, (laughs) like it's like it's codified in law. It's like like, one should not be traveling long. Like would they have a speed like one should not be traveling faster than 18 miles an hour while (laughs) masturbating? Yeah. Because look, when I drive, and I haven't done this recently, but when I drive long trips uh, by myself, I get sleepy. And so one of the things that will help keep me awake is if I, you know, you no, know, we don't do know. that. What? what, Adam? If and, you, if you uh, what? And, and if you what? It's not, it's actually not as easy as it might sound to drive and do that at the same time, yeah. especially if you're trying to keep your jeans on. Just down below your knees, so you can quickly pull them back up. Right. And you don't. And you don't. Whatever <laughs> you, know? you do, you want to make out. Watch out for the. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a cleanup problem whenever you know something happens. <laughs> but but the thing that always the the really the really Frogger esque kind of thing about doing this is when you when you pass eighteen wheelers, they're so high up. 
that like they could see right down into your groinal area. Oh, your groinal area. We're going to go with that word. And uh, and so you have to quickly like pull up the pants as you pass an 18 wheeler and then pull them back down. Why? You, so they won't see. Why wouldn't you want them? I would think that would make it hotter if they were if they were watching. Ah, uh, you know, and and you know what? Like, and then I don't know. But I have I have done it before. I mean, not very often, but just just to keep myself awake. Well, there you go. That that's it. Okay, great. Because <laughs> I would fall asleep. I feel like you would be sleepier afterwards. Well, but I I I'm, I let it go on a really long time, oh. like an hour or something, you know, where I'm like, and it just keeps me awake. And then you know, by the t- by that time, I'm like, you know, my adrenaline's all up, and I I stop and get another Mountain Dew because you know. As you do. As you do. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm good to go. I, I'm completely lost. Where are we? We're done with the, uh, unless you had something but else. But I couldn't, to... we didn't have contact. We we decided that that was a thing. We did okay, not good. have contact. That was a thing. No. You know what? By the way, guys, you can send us emails. <laughs> you can uh, also send <laughs> us voicemails. Yeah, we like hearing from you. And I, I don't get to play that theme song anymore because. Uh, if yeah. If you have so, landscaper advice. Yeah. Please send it to contact at mixminuspodcast.com. Exactly. Do that. Yeah. News game. It's a news game. It's a news game. What questions will you ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game segment of the show. Uh, This is the segment where Adam will read me news stories. And I will use the correct slider to fade the music. <laughs> I was like looking over to him. I was like, why aren't you getting quieter, you stupid music? Um, no. So Adam will read me some news stories, uh, all of which have multiple choice answers. I will try not to use multiple choice answers. I will try to answer them uh, using my head brain. But uh, if I need some help, Adam will give me the choices for the questions. We are going off the New York Times Friday news quiz. So if you'd like to play along, head over to nytimes.com and search for news quiz. And uh, there's 11 questions every week on that quiz. But Adam is just going to randomly choose five or so of them to read to me this evening. Is that correct, Adam? Yeah, five or so. Okay, great. Uh, not to be all Rachel Maddow on your ass, but is there anything that I've characterized, mischaracterized in that introduction to your to your segment? You have not mischaracterized. Okay, great. I love to hear that. Okay, anything. Adam, what is the first news question this evening? All right, Daniel, our first news question of the evening come to a, comes to us from the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, they all do. And yes. uh, it, it, it's this. Which country's former prime minister was sentenced to up to 12 years in prison and fined nearly 50 million in a graft trial? I uh, answer one is yeah, Australia. Yeah, I need to know. I need I need some choices here because I'm not sure. Okay, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Malaysia, mm-hmm. Morocco. Uh-huh. That I think I uh, confused with Monaco. <laughs> Correct. In, in yes, a, in a, yes, you did. Yes. In an episode before. Or Spain. Spain. So I love it. We have an Australian in the chat room that said, oh, it should be ours. And then uh, we also have a Malaysian in the chat room because Ed Gong is just like, oh, it's Malaysia. Is, is Ed Gong in Malaysia? He's in Singapore. Singapore. Okay. Uh, so who is it from? Is it John Ong that's from Malaysia? Somebody. I Anyway. Maybe. Somebody in, in, my, in, in the circle here that is from Malaysia. Anyway. the uh, So I, I'm getting com- competing answers from both of them. I don't know the answer to this, so this is just a total fucking guess. I'm going to go with Malaysia because uh, Ed Gong seemed very excited about that. 
So we've just gone to cheating from the very beginning, have we? <laughs> just, just you know, I don't. You don't have an answer. Just watch the chat room scroll by. Yes, Malaysia is the correct answer. Um, I sent you the sounds. Oh, yeah, me. I sent you the sound. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Najib Razak. I have no idea if I said that correctly. The former prime minister of Bel- Malaysia was found guilty on seven corruption counts on Tuesday in the first of five trials related to the theft of billions from an investment fund commonly known as 1MDB. The stolen money was traced by prosecutors to the purchases of a mega yacht, I want a mega yacht, (laughs) and a Picasso painting, as well as to an investment in the Hollywood blockbuster, The Wolf of Wall Street. If you got a mega yacht when you're trying to get an interior designer, look, we just want to have the main parlor (laughs) with curtains that cover the windows. They won't take me seriously. They won't just give me a sheet of paper that just sees just some drawings on it. My new money. It's got stick they want figures on money. it. God damn it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. In which city did plainclothes police officers pull a protester into an unmarked van on Tuesday? Uh, this would be New York City. Uh, this was uh, all over the Twitters on uh, this week. Is that is it New York City? It is New York City. Uh, let's do that. New York City police officers in plain clothes arrested an 18-year-old protester on Tuesday night, pulling her into an unmarked minivan yeah. before driving off. She was charged with criminal mischief and making graffiti, which are misdemeanor offenses, and was released early Wednesday morning. Yeah, the fact that she was arrested for misdemeanors, and if you've seen this video, it is so fucking over the top. It's just like these three plainclothes guys like grab her and try to pull her as she's screaming for her life as anyone would like there's no police car they're like putting her into some van some like minivan or whatever it's like dear god that lady's getting kidnapped suddenly a bunch of uniformed cops run over on bicycles and like are holding their bicycles out around the the unmarked van as if it's like some kind of shield it was so fucking weird it was just like this this i uh, this is just weird it was very weird it is yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm just hoping after the election that all of this nightmare will be oh over. My God. I don't mean coronavirus. I know that's not going to be over, but I mean. Yeah, no, this hoping, other shit. Yes. I'm, I'm hoping our government goes back to some form of normalcy yes. after this election is what I'm hoping. Um, you know, I, I know he can't. I know a new president can't solve. No, but wouldn't it be lovely problem, just to but, go a day without worrying about what the fucking president said? Yeah, it, it would. Uh, all right. Number three, which chief executive of a tech company did not testify Ooh. before an antitrust panel in the House? Mm-hmm. And I have uh, all right. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, because I mean, it could be any of us. So I know who did testify. Right. So testified was Zuckerberg, Bezos, uh, Pachai, and uh, who's who's Microsoft's guy? Um, what, who's Microsoft's guy? Do you want me to give you the list? Yeah, give me the list. Give me the list. Jeff Bezos, Tim Cook, Jack Dorsey, or Sundar Pichai. Yeah, so Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter or Netflix. Twitter. Uh, he did not testify. It was not. It was Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey was in that. Was, was the one that did not. Uh, you are correct, Daniel. The chief executives of Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google faced five hours of tough questions from Republican and Democrat lawmakers alike on Wednesday. Democrats questions the C- questioned the CEOs about anti-competitive practices, and Republicans asked them about anti-conservative bias. Of course they did. It was the government's most aggressive show against big tech's power since Microsoft stood trial in the late 1990s. 
With echoes of the trust busting of U.S. Steel and Standard Oil more than a century ago in AT&T in 1984, the hearing underlined the government's recognition that this cohort of tech companies, which wield immense control over commerce, communications, and public discourse, discourse, had become the new trusts of the internet age. Microsoft was not included because they've already gone through this. Yeah, and uh, so, notably absent is Netflix because usually when you Netflix because usually when you talk about the groups, you talk about Fang, right, which is Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google, which are like the the big players. Uh, yeah, but Netflix obviously not not doesn't have a social platform, so that's why they were spared this. All right, number four. Let's do this one. Because this would have been called in on the death phone for sure. Oh, God. Somebody died. Is it Regis Philbin? Yeah. Um, Regis Philbin, a television personality for nearly six decades. Oh, dear God. Died on last Friday at 88. I love Regis. I mean, I was the a big Reg. fan. Is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, about how many hours of airtime did he have? Oh, dear so God. So he, he was on for nearly six decades. Yeah. Like, so what are my choices here? 10,000, which is how many hours it takes to become an expert in anything. <laughs> 14,000, 17,000, or 20,000. I'm going to go with my psychology training here and go, well, it's not going to be the lowest or the highest. So it's going to be between, what are the two middle ones? 14,000 and 17,000. It's going to be between 14 and 17, and for 60 years, uh, yeah, I'm just going to say 17. So it is, that is a complete guess, by the way. I'm going to say 17. It is 17,000. You know, I think uh, Big Fatty is only a couple of hours short <laughs> of Regis's- yeah. uh, Fatty's, it's like, it might as well be like, how many podcasts did Big Fatty produce? Uh uh, records say Mr. Philbin is the most watched person in television history. Wow. Logging more than 17,000 hours of airtime, equivalent to two full years, night and day. That is sick. I remember at one point in time, me adding up all of the Dubious Intent episodes that were, you know, like if each one of these episodes averaged to be like an hour and 10 minutes, because we did some early, you know, some shorter ones back earlier. So it's like... If all of them average to be like an hour and 10 minutes, like our, however many, 230 something uh, podcast or whatever. Yeah. You would do, it would be like, you know, three or 400 hours. That would be like a few months of listening to it. Sorry, Daniel. I must apologize. Oh, I forgot to do that. Trying to deny me, trying to deny me my ding. Yes. Last question. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which streaming platform beat HBO's record for receiving the most Emmy nominations? Netflix. Uh, Netflix got uh, the most uh, Emmy awards this past uh, week. Is that your that final answer? That is my answer? final answer. Yay! It is Netflix, Daniel. While HBO's Watchmen received more nominations than any other show, Netflix smashed the record for the most nominations of any network, studio, or streaming flat platform. With 160. That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, I know that, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Ozark got some nods. Oh, and Randy Rainbow got an Emmy nomination. Oh, but wow. the worst thing is only Billy Porter from Pose got a, a, a nomination. It's like that. Is Randy Rainbow on one of those channels? I thought he just put stuff on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't even know. Does he have a show? I think it's a it's a, it's an online show. It's it's the Randy Rainbow YouTube channel or whatever. Yeah, but I I didn't know. Like I, I just saw him putting stuff on Twitter. 
like when he does those political songs and stuff. I'm looking. So, or where he'll pretend he's interviewing Trump. The the actual because did I I thought I saw that he got an Emmy nomination. Uh, Let's see. I believe you. I don't now. Now I'm doubting the whole thing. It's just like uh, yes. You just dreamed that Randy Rainbow got it right here. Congratulations to order for multifaceted entertainer Randy Rambo. He has scored a Creative Arts Primetime Emmy nomination at the upcoming 72nd Annual Primetime Emmy Awards. Nice. For the Randy Re- the Randy Rainbow Show on YouTube. Cool. So, there you go. Cool. That is the news quiz, Daniel. That is it. You got five out of five. Five out of five, although you always seem to get upset when I like uh, you know, look in the chat room. At least I'm being open about it. I'm not like going like, hmm, well, uh, you know what, Adam, I believe that it was actually Malaysia. I'm, I'm being honest. I, you know I'm, what I think we need to do, and I don't have any it's way It's not of like there's any this. kind of actual, like, the points don't matter here, Adam, whether I get them right or wrong. Well, true. They matter to me. You know what we should do, though? Is um, we should have something, speaking of Regis Philbin, we should have something like Millionaire where you have a phone a friend. Yes. And then instead of phone a friend, it could be ask the chat room, but you only get to use that one time. Oh, I see. Or maybe, maybe, Adam, we could have people go head to head against me in the news quiz. So uh, we could, we could have, you know, we, we could buzz in and answer. We could do that as well we with do, technology. We could do that. That would be great. All right. Uh, well, that that is the news quiz. And uh, as always, uh, something or other. I don't know. I don't know why I said as always because there is no uh, as always to it. So. You were going to edit the theme so you had a nice ending I to did. the news quiz. I did. Uh, now I have to take that section out. I'm, I'll do it in post. But yes, there, there will be an ending to the news quiz that, that was playing underneath what I was just saying. This whole conversation that you and I just had will be... <laughs> erased from the whole episode i didn't hear a closing theme song that's because i'm going to do it in post oh (laughs) i'm used to everything being live okay great uh well anyway adam Tell me about you. So we we have one little thing here left uh, that I think has something to do with you were uh, you were walking through the house minding your own business and suddenly you saw your neighbor. No, I and this is a this is a tiny little thing, and it's just it oh, goes, well, that's not um, yeah, Mike, no, the, Mike no, wait, Lawson. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand <laughs> no, no. that the card actually says "naked neighbor." Oh, it's just a tiny little thing. It's a tiny, it's just little, a thing, tiny little thing. Um, so after you and I got off the air last, last week on Saturday and, um, and I went downstairs, Mark was still up because we got done a lot earlier than we normally do. Yes. Yes. We because did. you were tired. And, and plus you know, we'd been fine. going, I mean, so I've been doing the cocktail hour and everything. I've been going for a while. So, yeah. So, uh, so we, we ended a little bit earlier, uh, than we normally do. And, and Mark was still awake. So I went downstairs and he had been doing some, he's been rearranging his office over and over and over again, trying to, trying to get the perfect feng shui feng shui or Ooh. something. I don't know. He didn't really say that, but we'll, we'll say okay. that. So he moved a piece of furniture out of his office and into the guest bedroom. And so the guest bedroom is directly across from, apparently I have learned, the master bathroom and walk-in closet of our nearest neighbors. Okay. And so it's around 1130 at night, 1145 when you and I ended. And so Mark and I go into the room because he's showing me 
like what he's rearranged and what he's moved around. And we have the light on in there and everything. And I look and we we don't we're never hardly in that wing of the house. <laughs> like in that wing of the house. OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you love the way I yeah, describe it? Uh, you know, in our palatial we're, estate, and we're hardly we're not, ever in the east wing. Uh, we're we, hardly ever in the guest well, quarters. That, we have uh, to Daniel, dress and, differently uh, for that. We have to put on our east wing clothing to go there. And so we we were in there talking, and I had not really know. I didn't know. I hadn't Would noticed. Would you like some that crumpets, the, Governor? You're in the East Wing. That the that the that the that the master closet of our neighbors was yes. uh, directly adjacent. Would that be the right? I don't sure. know. It, whatever the word would be, it's it's right across from. And our houses are pretty close together. I would say it's like a ten to twelve foot, you know, property line yes. span. Got it. And uh, and so and we don't have those privacy trees because we haven't been able to get <laughs> yeah. a landscape. If only you had so. Gotten, yeah. uh, so anyway, we uh, so we're talking and I look up and I lock eyes with my naked male neighbor standing in his walk in closet. Now, I say naked. Mm. I could only see him from the waist up. So he could have been wearing boxers. Yeah. I am just assuming he was naked. And, uh, and Mark and I were talking and I was like, whoa, you know, whoa. And I'm like, oh my God, turn off the light. You know, I would just, <laughs> but you know, and, and anyway, and so the thing is, um, and so the, the thing, the bottom line of this story is, yes. um, I don't know if he saw me. Well, you not, said you locked eyes with him. But, well, I thought we did, but I mean, I don't know. He could have just been looking at the window did he and duck? not Did he seen... duck when you saw him? No, oh, he didn't okay. duck well, then, or anything yeah. like that. But uh, but the thing is now, you know, because it's obvious that we're gay. These are the same neighbors that named our shower the porn shower. Yes. You know, and now does he think that we're literally staking out his walk in closet? The gay couple is standing in their Who guest the fuck quarters. Is? Cyclone has a very good point. Cyclone their... has a very good point in the chat room there. Who the fuck has windows in their walk in closet? <laughs> It looks like, I mean, it looks like a closet. I know there's a bathroom right there and there's also, and and that's got a frosted window. So that must be where the shower or the tub is because that one's frosted. But right next to it, there's a smaller window that has, it has clothes hanging in there. I mean, I, I saw clothes. Okay. And so, I mean, I assume it's a closet. I, maybe it's not, but anyway. What if they like shoot porns next door and that was just one of the actors just like uh, between shots. He was at the craft services table. You just couldn't see that. It was under the uh, the windowsill there. So now, so now and he probably had boxers. I mean, I know, I know it's a typical straight man thing to walk around with boxers and yeah. no shirt. I always wear my shirt, yes. but I will have no boxers right. and now, a here's shirt. Now, here's the thing, Adam. This, you know. this, this, this is what makes you and I different. Because had it happened to me, the next thing that would have happened is, is I would have had one of my Nest cameras pointing out that window <laughs> and I would have been watching it uh, just constantly from others. Like, I got, I'm going to see what goes on in that room now. And it's like, I would, I would be watching, I'd be zipping back through the cloud recordings on Nest. Uh, just like, zoop, zoop, zoop. oh, look, look, someone's in the closet right now. It's, I would be, I would be checking out. You're like, oh, I'm I. We, you felt like you needed to turn off the lights. Yeah, I mean, quickly. I'm like, turn the light off. I no. It's like to me, it's like the only. I would only turn off the lights if I wanted to go back in and then watch without him seeing. It's because you were doing nothing wrong. You were walking around in your house in uh, in a lit room. It's true. It's like, uh, and he has a window open to the outside, so that's you know, it's on him. But I would, yeah, I would 
definitely. Oh yeah, that's true. In the chat room, they're pointing, you should have the camera mounted high as possible so that you could see the groinal area of the, uh, of the person there, Adam. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Now, when I'm out in my... The question that we all want to know. Yeah. Was he hot? I mean, he's not not hot, but he's not <laughs> like, you know, I mean, he's he's not... He's not not Model, hot. you know, but he's... Well, no, nobody thinks that you have it like you live next door to a model, but he's like... it was. Well, it the was, guy on the other side, I would classify as almost Do you model, have windows on that side quite. of your house? <laughs> do you, do you, yeah. Have you checked Actually, those? this this window right here mm-hmm. that I'm pointing to yes. uh, looks to my other neighbors. Oh, that, do you not? I, why do you not I don't have think cameras I see, up? But I don't think I see into any of their like bedroom You will only know if you anything. put the camera up. And but then I did. carefully aim it and uh, zoom it in. You would have heard this on Geeky Gay. My uh, This window looks down into their yard. Yes. And he was mowing shirtless the other day. So I did, I did see that. But anyway, so now, but anytime I go out in my front yard and the neighbor's out there, luckily he's, I haven't seen him out there recently, but I'm going to feel really like self-conscious. Like, did we lock eyes? Does he know that <laughs> I saw him? Why are you making it on you though? It's just like, uh, he was the one. What if he's, what if he's thinking, my God, those two gay perverts, they were both standing. How in dare their, they like, go into their the home window. office and be standing inside <laughs> their home office? Yeah. You don't understand, Your Honor. They went inside their home office and were standing there. It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I don't know. So I, I don't know. So I, who knows? I'll never know, probably. But it seemed to me as if we locked eyes. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll never know. What for time sure. of night was this? It was right after you and yeah. I finished, so, so and, about eleven forty-five. Yeah. The fact is, yeah, I was going to say, if you're standing in a room with the light on, you're more than likely going to see your reflection in the window. But then you saw him, so and you were standing in a room with your light on, so yeah, maybe his lights were brighter than yours. I don't know. I don't so know. I don't know. It, it's a mystery. But everyone wants to know this, Adam. Everyone has been listening on. Uh, well, not listening, but they've been sitting on pins and needles for for weeks now, Adam. Weeks listening to every single daily episode of thegeekygay.com and uh-huh. uh, trying to find out. What is going on with your fiber? With my fiber? Yes. Oh, are you asking me that because you want to know? They haven't contacted many me. Pe- so I, many I people want to know. Many people. Uh, they haven't contacted me and I haven't reached back out to them recently because we have internet. So as with every other service provider <laughs> that I've tried to get business from, they are also disappointing me, Daniel. That that is all I've got to say. But if they, you know, if it if it's much longer and they don't, I'll probably just call AT and T and be like, "Hey, how quickly can you guys get us fiber?" Because AT and T, when I canceled, did say, "Oh, we have fiber to the home in your neighborhood as well." So I'm, you know, I'd already put in the order with this other company, but yeah, I'll wait a few more weeks, you know, because like I said, we've got internet; it's not bad. I mean, I'm getting like 800 down. Yeah, so. but you're uploading like um, last week. It took a while for you to get the uh, the files yeah, uploaded. Yeah, the to, upload. Upload thing is it f- upload feels Only a lot 30. like. Uh, Yeah, that's true. That's true. I have not checked with them the past couple of weeks. I'm just being patient. But uh, I will. Now that you've said that, I'm, I'm going to call. I'm going to write them an angry letter, uh, Daniel. You're going to pin them a missive is what you're going to do, Adam. I am. All right. Well, you know. I don't know what I'm going to say to this landscaper. I really. Uh, well, uh, hopefully you're not going to pay him. Uh, uh, 
Uh, no, I'm not. But it's such a it's so stressful. I mean, I would pay him ten or fifteen bucks to make him go away, but there's no possible way I would pay him any more than that. It's like that's yeah. the, my child. You know, he doesn't have to know you don't have a child. My child could do this. Anyway, yeah, uh, you've been listening to Mix Minus. Check us out next Saturday evening, 10 o'clock over on pride48.com. That's where we like to do our uh, streaming stuff. You can also reach out to us on email, contact at mixminuspodcast.com or leave us a message over at anchor.fm, which you can get to from our anchor page, which you just go to mixminuspodcast.com and it'll take you right yep. there. It's real simple. All right, Adam, see you next week. All right, Daniel, I'll see you next week after I write my angry letter. I'm so mad at him and I don't like confrontation. Well, I I don't but I want to I want to like I, I'm going to I mean I'm going to just tell I don't even know what to say cuz I just really want to say dude, like this looks like it took you all of 5 minutes. You told you it, we waited 3 weeks for something that took you 5 minutes. <laughs> I, and and not only that, but just to get the initial appointment with him he rescheduled twice and almost rescheduled a third time. He spent all of like 10 minutes in our yard, took yeah, horrible th- notes. Th- there's no, yeah, this dude and, should not be in business. It's like, if you're going to treat customers but, that way, then yeah, he deserves to, to. But here's the deal. He's got really good reviews. Like if you look on Google and stuff like that, I mean, there's really, good, they may be fake. I don't know. I mean, how do you know? But I'm saying there's really good reviews and there's lovely photos of other homes that he's done or that. I don't know if it's just him or it's a company. It's called the Gray Barn. But anyway, it looked legit, you know, and I, yeah, I, mean, I would I ask him, I would ask him if he's the owner. But, uh, but I mean, if that's true, if he really is legit, then he really cares nothing about us as customers. Oh. Like, he's just like, uh, throw something on the page. I would have said, dude, first of all, we had a whole big conversation about hot tubs and eventual pool placement and stuff like that. And you've now you've got flowers where you're, where I was going to have that. So you, you clearly didn't even listen to me about the hot tub stuff. Plus, this is little black. These are these are basically one step above a PowerPoint uh, outline, you know, land. This yeah. is like this is a basic architectural program that you could find on the Web and just drop tree shapes onto a yard and then you point at them and call them something. It's like that doesn't give me yeah, a, what is a dusky rose? What does it even look like? What color are the flowers is, uh, you know, is it dangerous to dogs? It's like, did you take any of that into a, consider it? It's like, I don't even trust you. It's like, there's no possible way I'm paying you for this. This is crap. And like I said, maybe I watch too much HGTV, but I my expectation is when you work with any kind of designer that they're going to show you little clips or photos of the things that they're yeah. recommending, you know, like, and, and maybe they'll call you once or twice to ask you more follow-up questions yeah. to be like, Hey, you know, I was looking at this, and especially, at that, especially and, nowadays where you, know, you don't, whatever. you don't have to make a big presentation board. You can just throw it together in a word document. It's like, look, here's a, here's a picture of this flower. Here's a picture of this flower. It's just like, it's not like we're asking you to like, uh, you know, do a, 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 one of those boards that they whip out in Congress that they hold up. The national debt, yeah. as, as you can see, that we've printed on this piece of paper here. <sighs> I mean, but I wanted that. Anyway, I, and I don't know. I mean, I again, maybe I'm naive and what we're spending or what we what we plan to spend is just laughable to every landscaper we call. And they're just like, oh, we don't have time for that. You know, I mean, maybe that's it. But I mean, it's good. I'm planning on spending between ten and $15,000. Yeah. And... That's I know that's not 
a huge amount. That's way more than I would spend. But I mean, it's not, I don't think it's anything to sneeze at. I would not oh, spend way. anything along those lines. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.